It's a daily talk show episode 280. It's Monday. It's the start of the week. How are you? Very good. Yeah. Uh, you were having a go at me a few weeks ago about... Which one? I, I, there's many times I'm having a go at you. In regards to what uh, the official day, first day of the week is. Yeah, I'm happy to clear this up right now. I don't know what world you're fucking living in, but Monday, the start of the week, bro. Well, we're talking about the gym uh, going three days a week. And um, I'd said to you, uh, even if I go on Saturday, it would only make it two days that I'd been. You said, well, you still got Sunday. Yeah, exactly. Another day. Sunday is a new week. No, it's not. I don't know. There's nothing, nowhere else we can really go with that. I don't know what primary sc- what what school you went to, out in the suburbs where they're just no, spinning think, fake news. No, but s- <laughs> Sunday, Sunday is actually the start. Like your method of Monday is the start of the week. Yeah. To Sunday, uh, is sort of a little bit um, immature. Are I you believe. also running on the Israeli financial system of yeah. doing your tax return at Jan one? Is it really end of the financial year? So they do their financial year is uh, Jan one to December thirty first, and so are you doing that too, bro? Because my week starts on Monday, like mm. everyone else's here. You can say that you're like, oh, it's the restart. I sort of get it jigged, but it doesn't, bro. But I think that if you look at a calendar, I have a feeling that it would be Sunday is the first day. Uh, what does that matter? It doesn't mean, like, I know what you mean, but when you run a week, it's like Monday okay. to Sunday is seven days. Mr. 97, this, is actually, this actually makes a lot of sense to get you in. Um, what, what, what do you think? I've literally just Googled it. Yeah. According to the international standard ISO, Monday is the first day of the week. Fuck, that feels good. The international it what? It feels good. ISO. 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 What does ISO stand for? 8,601. It's like international. International certification. Mate, I'm happy with that. <laughs> I'm always happy for it's, a win on a Monday. It sounds a bit, Mr. 97, what did you actually Google to, to get oh, that? Because if you did, he's looking Monday. for holes. Official start of the week. Okay. Oh, he's <laughs> all right. Well, that could I be fun. Like, well, it's the official start of the week. Yeah. I'm happy to say that. Yeah. Awesome. You're back I'm, on uh, back on board with everyone else. To be clear, like... Who taught you that? Who taught you that propaganda? <laughs> the thing is that in this moment I want to bring you down. You what? asked me how to spell friend the other day. Yeah, because when I was writing it, fair, this is a fair. You know when you when you write a word out, you're like, fuck, that doesn't look... It, w- it was like when I wrote quote on the board and, I, and we were like, that's not how you spell it. And we're looking at <laughs> this it. This is what we try and do. We're trying to work out, you know, getting all the business structure, work out how we're yeah. doing quoting. Spend 40 minutes, mate. To be, fair, to be fair, I was writing on a whiteboard. And you when you write shit on a no, whiteboard, you writing on the whiteboard, I was looking for the little no, squiggle underneath the, you the were word. Because <laughs> remember, no, you were typing. Because remember, I think what uh, threw us was you had caps lock on. Uh, yes, and yes. so it was all capitals. And yeah. ri- and then anyway, the, where I was writing friend on the whiteboard. I remembered how to spell friend. Visualization, guys, looking for some friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Put it out there. Yeah. The, the secret. Yeah. Um, I actually knew how to spell friend. That was one of the few words when I was younger. Yeah. Because uh, I mean, they teach you hippopotamus. They'd give you a song for I w- that. I wouldn't fucker. know how to. H i double p o p o t a m u s hippopotamus. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, is it, that? But there was a song. Hey, was it? Do you remember that, Mister Ninety Seven? No. Nah, he was. He's from a cooler generation yeah. where there's cooler shit going on rather than trying to learn hippopotamus. Cyberbullying when he grew up. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't, didn't have to worry about that. The um, 
No, Fry Your Friend to the End, which has some holes yeah. because Fry is spelled F-R-Y. Mm. But um, that was how, how I would remember how to spell friend, Fry Your Friend to the End. I like that. Yeah. Any uh, any sort of favourite skills when you were a kid? Uh, not as a kid. Six times tables were really strong for me. I mean, this is any of that academic ask, stuff. Ask me. Your sixes? I know six six thirty six. That was that's Brad. Like I know my times tables, and there was always the kids that were just fucking spruiking that they knew. Him. I know one to twelve. Mm. It's like, well, fuck you. You don't know anything. What does it really matter? Yeah. This is. But how much anxiety was there around that shit? Like for kids, it's like, yeah. I guess it's maybe it's like cool to know this stuff. Yeah. But it's not really. Like I reckon I learnt more. In terms of maybe because I was just applying myself more post school. So, yeah, post school. Like when I was working in a canteen, counting money. Is oh, like yeah. I reckon when I started to really go, I was connecting the dots from what I learned in school, but then I'm just like doing the, doing the close up of the till and it felt really good. And then I was like, started to learn it all. Well, I, Brie and I had an argument uh, on Saturday because I felt that she was. Uh, Acting dumb when she's not dumb. <laughs> so I'll give you an example. Uh, we were looking, we found this rental place. It's awesome. Mm. It's way cheaper than what we thought. We spoke to the uh, lady downstairs who's like the property manager or she was like on behalf of the property mm. manager and we said we really love it. And she said what I'd recommend is putting in a slightly higher offer, which seems crazy for rental places doing offers. Mm. Do you think that's crazy? Oh, it's Pretty one common the, Yeah, it's pretty common, especially in like the high demand areas. Bondi, people mm. are always like, chuck you 20 bucks extra yeah. a week. So we did $10 extra a week. And so Brie got the fucking calculator out to work out $10 a week, how much that is in a year. It's 520. And she's like, wow, <laughs> five, how did you work it out so quickly? I yeah. said, it's, it's times 10. You add the zero at the end. And so I was just like, what's... If it was 12, I'd be a bit rattled. 10, I'm Even all good. 5 is easy. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. Because it's half of 10. Yeah. Anyway, what I got upset with was... Because she's like, no, I'm just not good at maths. I'm like, no, that's just... It feels at that point like you're just not thinking. Yeah. Don't you think? <laughs> I mean, that one, you're pretty safe. It's a, an even number. Uh, Percentages I'm good add at. Add an extra zero on. Like, I couldn't remember any... Like, algebra. What the fudge I is actually, that? I actually got... Why did you just not swear and say fudge? I felt like saying fudge. Now I want fudge. No, but is that, was there an active effort there to swear less? Yeah, I swear quite a bit. You know, just lower it down a bit. We're talking about how people are being dumb. Maybe I'll come across being less dumb if I, if I say fudge. No. Uh, the... Algebra was actually the yeah. best the best math score I ever got was in algebra. I couldn't tell you what it is. Algebra, it's like well, it's give me give me a a use case of algebra in your adult life. Um like when in a moment have you needed that? So if it's like X times Y equals mm. yeah. So X I mean, you don't have to give me one. I've, put, I've given you the task oh. because if there's not one there, it proves my point. No, but I if think you're it, actually no, I think it's probably like abstract sort of stuff. Yeah. Maybe. Well, there's a lot of lot of dumb stuff being taught. Mm-hmm. Bree told it, me that I couldn't. When I said that, she said, "Well, you can't spell." I didn't realize yeah. it was a tit for tat sort of thing. Well, it is because you just did it 
a moment ago when mm. I when I celebrated my win, and then you said, "Well, if you if you're talking about that, <laughs> you can't you can't bloody spell friend." <laughs> Well, I actually... Uh, Did she get you, though? What was the one she got you with? Oh, no, she could do anything. But my point was, I'm like, yeah, but they're difficult words. <laughs> you could have... I would be okay with her having a go if it's like an uh, yeah. easy word that I get wrong. And yeah. my point was, the tens to, ten times table... Yes. You should be able to do to, to affinity. Uh, of course. A thousand times ten. Ten thousand. Yeah, okay. Uh, a thousand I think times four hundred. Four hundred thousand. Is that right? I don't know. Four hundred times ten. I don't know. I'm, I, look, here's the thing: we need it. We need to lift our um, compliments game. I so th- these are all criticism, right? If you're sort of pointing out someone's fuck up, well, it's, it on. is hundred percent a criticism. <laughs> and I'm not saying for you, right? You yeah, do it all the time with me, but it's it's fine. <laughs> but I was thinking, Mason, Mister Ninety Seven gave me a compliment the other day. The answer is four thousand, by the way. Add a zero. You just add a zero at the end. I couldn't see it. wasn't written. Can so we just do it just quickly before the compliment? Yes. Six hundred times yeah. ten. Six thousand. Thank you. All yeah, right. Yeah, cool. Yeah. It's very easy, everyone. Yeah. One times ten. One times ten is ten. You know that someone's panicking when they're saying retelling. Well, because right? I'm trying. I'm not a maths guy, so I'm saying re-saying it to to see what what you're saying. But the compliment. It was a, it was a constant tactic I used to use doing the time Did table it? thing. Fuck. I was the first uh, white kid in my class to be. Number one in times tables. Really? Yeah. Which is big because the uh, specifically my Asian and Indian friends, they fu- their parents would get them working so hard. Really? They would do um, what was that? What was the the school called outside of school? Oh, um, Kumon. Kumon. So it's big like in the after, Kumon and after stuff. Edu- uh, Kumon's in New York as well. I saw it there. Mm. When we were there. Uh, Mister Ninety Seven gave me a compliment. And I was thinking, I hadn't thought. I think it's probably a good thing if you started to try and implement a compliment a day for somebody else okay. in your life. Yeah. And I haven't I, – I mean, I've I criticised your, your neck beard today, well, so I wasn't off to a good that's start. That's literally what I was going to say. But can we <laughs> talk about how the neck beard came about? I said to Tommy, mate, you're looking sharp. Your beard looks great. I didn't. I didn't. Tommy's yeah. response is, "Yeah, it's annoying though, because now yours is going to sh- look shit next to mine." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like how <laughs> you're talking about compliments, and that's how it's framed. Can you understand? How yeah. I literally had written yeah. down. Do you know, like that was in Asana to talk about today. I fucked up the word beard and wrote beers comp. Because <laughs> beers I, comp. Well, something bears, you've never bears, been. Sorry, bears comp. Oh, bears, bears comp. comp. I was going to say beers so, comp. Something you've never been involved yeah, in. I know. So, but I just thought that it was a, a little bit rich yeah. asking for compliments. No, I mean you've you're off to a good one. I'm saying I think I sh- it's something I should probably do more of. It's like give, right, give a compliment. Do it. What, no, I don't need to give it. I'll think about one. But Mr. 97's was really lovely. He's to you. Yeah, Wait, yeah. so you're using this opportunity. You don't have one for me. Hang on. Not yet. I haven't. You don't have one for me, but you've got one that Mr. 97 gave to you. Oh, I've got a compliment. And you want to repeat. I've got a compliment. Okay, here we go. It's really impressive that you've prepped a whole bunch of food today, man. That's great. Mm. It's, it's, Thanks. It's really great. It's <laughs> good. You happy with that? It was all right. But also I, when I was having... Trying to be good and eating more sort of snacks and protein. Yeah. Um, I started getting the egg and the first thing he said is, oh, couldn't be a better time to have an egg. <laughs> what? Well, we were about to start the show. It's uh, It was like just about to hit 9.30 when we it's actually when part, it's go it was time. 9.34, I think. When it's go time. So we're, we're already running late then. 
and you decide to open an egg. But I was impressed because the egg, here's another compliment. Mate, I saw how you handle that egg. Mm. You handled it with grace and you got that thing out of its shell very quickly. It impressed. doesn't actually, uh, impressed, yeah, dude. it doesn't bother me shelling what? eggs. I shelling eggs? Do, yeah. Or you haven't shelled, have you shelled a bad egg? No. Then... Have you shelved a bag? It's bad <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. Um, I never knew what shelving. Uh, Mr. 97, on the mic for a sec. Do you know well, what? We're at, what? What Josh is about to do is ask a 19-year-old kid who does tax returns with his mates at fucking 2 a.m. Instead of out in the club. So when I was 23, <laughs> I was working on the FIFA and Jules show. And Jules made a joke about someone said something about shelving and he had a big laugh. And I had no idea what was laughing about. Do you know what no, shelving no is? No idea. So shelving is putting He's not things, even a little Christian boy. Uh, is putting things in your ass, like drugs. <laughs> so you shelve, you put... And is it a way of making it get you quicker or something? Oh, yeah. It can, it can get... I, I think the purpose is that it gets into your bloodstream quicker. Mm. So shelving. Yeah, so there you go. Great. I mean, so. y- yeah. I actually had some surgery and then they told me that they'd put something up my bum. Really? Yeah, well, they put like what was the painkillers medication. So I had I think I had my elbow and my um my wrist cracked back in because it was like bent, fell off my skateboard and I didn't it didn't break my arm, it bowed my arm mm. because like young kids their bones are still sort of malleable. That's flexible. what I was thinking. And so yeah, it bent and it, and but I just remember waking up and I, I think they said something like, yeah, You've had some painkillers. It's like, how? Anyway, when Amy was had given birth, they just shelved after, after the birth. After the birth, I don't even tell you. Just put put a little something up there. Not because I've had an epidural before. I had two herniated discs. Yeah, yeah. I worry about all these things we mentioned that it's going to be very hard for me to get health coverage and stuff <laughs> in the future. Do you think this is going to be transcribed and they'll be like, "That's interesting. That is a thought." People who have podcasts, we could take everything and just yeah. you could put it into a system, yeah. and and just run it for keywords and come back with like, yep, this guy has not got much time to live. Yeah. The genius bar. I'm going to return a MacBook Pro yeah. and trying to get it fixed. Like, look, we just ran, ran through some transcriptions. Yeah. It turns out that you actually dropped your laptop. Yeah, we, yeah, that is that is for long. What were you just talking? You were so it wasn't about compliments. What was the thing that you were just talking about before I interrupted? It was something interesting. Was it? I can't remember. Do you know what's awkward though? When you say, oh, I had something really interesting that I wanted to tell you and you work out that it's really self-absorbed. <laughs> was, I say, was it the compliment that Mason had given me? Yeah, what was the compliment? Oh, he just, said, he just gave me a nice compliment about my hair. He's like, oh yeah, that, your hair, because I'm growing my hair. And he's like, yeah, that really suits you. I didn't have a hat on, so I had it sort of pulled back. And he's like, oh, that's right. yeah, mate, that really suits you and the beard is really great. I was like, it's a nice thing to say, Mason. And I just nice. thought about it over the weekend. I was like, nice guy. And I was thinking like... More compliments. As much... Like I think we f- we fall into the trap of giving each other shit constantly. Mm. We're just like the uh, bro- <laughs> like brothers. Yeah. You're always just uh, finding a little, little, can, little fucking... Can you bring me my book? Uh, an impromptu... Oh, fucking, see? <laughs> the, yeah, that one. Thank you. The 20... Uh, what's, what's my segment called? <laughs> 20 pages in. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just wanted just to quote something about brothers, which made me think of Maybe. not only yeah my relationships with my brothers, but also uh, you and I. I I see you more than my own brother, mm. and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And so this is <laughs> this was um, this resonated with me. Resonated. 
Well, do you know we spend more time probably – we spend more waking hours with each other than we do our girlfriends mm-hmm. and wives. Girlfriends and wives. <laughs> and you seem more time with your girlfriend than your wife at the moment, <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not wearing uh, my rings, actually. I haven't been wearing them for a week. How does that feel? I took them off for a purpose. What was which, it? Which was um, going to the gym and then I just forgot to put them back on. Okay, yeah. But I'm not being sus or anything. I just haven't got them could on. Could you get a tattoo or something? Yeah, I could like get a Like a finger tattoo. I'd do that. Anyway. What's this about, brothers? Tell us. Brothers fight. Yeah. And, uh, so this is <clears throat> this is from uh, the late shift. Letterman, Leno, and the network battle for the night. And th- this is the reason I love this one is the smell. We've we've spoken mm, about the smell. School. It's yeah. Smell. It smells old. very smells dusty, old dusty, dusty, dusty. Yeah. Uh, so this was something I just underlined. Okay. Brothers fight, and brothers at times want to inflict a punch that hurts. Mm, definitely. Mm, so I thought that was good. <laughs> That's it? Yeah, that was that was the line. I think that's true though. Yeah. Think? I yeah, could do another line that's not related. Sometimes you just want to just yeah, give really a corky, like a dead arm. Did you used to do with your brothers do like dead arms? Like I remember corking was a real big thing in my household where you'd just really get that knuckle prime just out, just boom, and get into the arm and just arm would hurt for days. I just had no I had no tactic or Did strategy. So what would happen is I would do something and then my brother Jake would sort of do this sort of crazy thing where he would even it would go slowly, like what do you mean? Like he just sort of he would look at me like I'm about to fucking kill you, yeah. <laughs> and I would scream and just run, but I knew that he would catch me. Did you do something to him before? Yeah, so that I though? would do something, and then he would be like, "It's time to retaliate." Yeah, and because I wouldn't have inflicted enough enough to really piss him off, but not enough to like yeah. knock him out or anything. Yeah. Yeah, so it's um, it's yeah, it's, I w- I could imagine jail. I went to visit a friend in jail, mm-hmm. and and I was like just thinking about, and I was sitting there, just looking around and seeing sort of all these dudes, and it didn't feel scary at that moment. But I was like thinking about what what the mindset would be like to be in jail, and I was thinking mm-hmm. a lot of like shelving, a <laughs> lot of shelving in jail. Yeah, I could imagine that because you could because so, <laughs> Mister Ninety Seven, you could shelve not only for. The feeling, but you could hide things. Yeah, would yeah. that be called shelving? You can hide. Yeah, sure. Is the idea because it's a shelf, <laughs> like it's a? Sh- I don't know, mate. You want to call it a pocket? Just yeah, it's pocketed. Just, just hiding in your secret cavity. Yeah. Anyway, I could imagine jail is like you had older brothers mm-hmm. or just bunch of brothers around, and you're always on edge that they're gonna fucking come out and give you a corking. But in this case, it could be a knife. It could mm-hmm. be. Just a lot more brutal. And I just, I hated that. I hate that feeling. Like I remember being young and being around mates where we would all be sort of punching each other and just just pulling gags and just fucking on each other. And I, and it makes you feel like you're on edge, mm. which th- I'm glad that's gone as, a, as an adult. I feel like it, I would prefer solitary confinement. You would? Yeah. <laughs> you would. I would fucking thrive. <laughs> Don't you think? Like an excuse. Well... Can you listen to podcasts? No, in jail. Are you sure? Uh, I've got TV. So the one I went to was a, like a low, low security prison. They had like a DVD player, and I was told that they had um, porn on DVDs, but they kept on having them confiscated. Mm. So there's no access to internet as such in your room by yourself. But maybe like audio tapes or CDs. There's still like they can't just be like, oh, I'm going to download, you know, Joe Rogan's latest app. 
You couldn't. They can, look, it is jail for a reason. You yeah, don't but have the do they have computers? Yeah, but they're not. They would. Th- there would be specific time to be yeah. on the computers. Mm. Like you can't just like think about message. You'd just be what, what's happening all the time. Running a running a small startup out of a out but of a jail But they do that. Cell? I think isn't that? I think that it's not as like uh, s- um, strict as what I think. Well, totally de- depends on the jail. The mm. The level of security. There was one in. I, I we made this when I was living in Shepparton. There wasn't. There was a jail probably forty minutes mm-hmm. from where we lived, and so I, I was on the radio there. And always there would be like someone else from the jail. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but someone else has left. I was like, "What do you mean they've you left? Mean? They literally just walk out the front door." So these jails are like ha- they're like housing units. But they're they're like working farms as well, mm. so you could, if you wanted to, just walk out. Not allowed. And would to. you have to report? Would Not you be like, "Hey, it's it's uh, Tommy and Stacey uh, for your mornings. Uh, we've got another one on the loose." Yeah, Stace. we wouldn't. There was there was a news reporter that would okay. sort of do the, the top of hour and stuff. Would Joel do that? Would that be a Joel? Joel? No, no, he okay. was on the nighttime show. A friend of mine, he was on the TV show there. But we would always be like, Fuck, "Can you just close the gate already? Like just." <laughs> Lock, seems, lock the gate. Seems pretty simple. But then when it? I went there, because this is the same prison that I ended up visiting my friend at, I was like, ah, oh, okay, yeah, it is real low key. Is it like, um, real low key? Like tax fraud people are in there, like low end people on the back of their sentence when mm-hmm. they've re- you know, reformed after doing 10 years, 15 years. 10, yeah. 15 years is a long time though. Uh, yeah, well, they get these long stints and then sort of you work through the prison system from like, say it's a really bad crime, then you sort of, do your time there, then they move you down into another one. Would that have been a halfway house or no? Well, it's to try and rehabilitate you into the society so you, you're not going from this 24 hours a day or mm-hmm. 22 hours a day locked up to now you're out. It's like now you've got more responsibility, you're working on these farms and so you're, they're trying to get you back into the system. I wonder if um, school excursions ever do prisons. Oh, it's, they do uh, to... Pentry, Mr. Ninety Seven. You're, so, you're saying, what they used to do um, to the old Melbourne jail. What, what, my br- my brother, he's uh, going into year twelve, but year eleven they had a had an excursion, a really? legal excursion to a um, yeah, a prison. Oh, I love that. I'm and what was the that. what did they actually learn? What do you know? What happened? Oh, they just spoke to a few inmates. They would have been selected, yeah, before, and then yeah, they just had a chat to them. I don't know about what. What did your bro say? What was the experience like? Interesting. He said, "Yeah, he didn't he didn't mind it, but yeah." Uh-huh. It's a bit weird just being in a prison and talking to yeah. inmates. Yeah. It's strange. Yeah, I feel like... You learned about shelving that day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's, a, he's now a smuggler for him. Yeah. It's, yeah. What was your favourite excursion as a kid? Did you go anywhere exciting? Uh, we used to just go to like... Um, did you go to Vizzy? Yeah. So we did go to Vizzy. Vizzy's the cardboard or the recycling plant yeah. in Melbourne. Before or recycling Australia? Was, was cool. Dude, one of the kids, he's... Um, uncle was either it was either his grandfather it was, was the dude, or was like one of the head people at Vizzy, and so there was an inn there for our primary school to go, and and see this plant. But I I, I just I, I have like a slight memory of it. I can't really mem- remember much. I got into like old Melbourne jail was what I loved. Mm. I remember going there, which is the famous jail in in Melbourne. You can still go there if you come to to Melbourne. And that's where I think Ned Kelly was hung. Hanged. Hanged? Sorry. 
That's where Ned Kelly hung. Would that be correct if I was to say he hung there for a little bit? Potentially. But he was hanged. Yeah. He was hanged at um at this at this prison. You can see like the, the trap door where it's like I think that's the thing. You see these these old places. Over the weekend I had you would have loved it. My dad um, his friend gave him one and then he bought one on the internet and they're these books of St Kilda, the suburb that I live in. Yeah. They're like these thick, they look like huge old Bibles. Smell good? Yeah, they're super old, like much, much older than that. These are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a piece of shit. This is a piece of shit. No, no, no. What a joke. But uh, compliment, you glad to see you're reading. It's great. Yeah, it's great. It's good. I'm enjoying it. And good. so what was the, what was the, the book like? Yeah, these books are... Pictures? Old photos yeah, and sort of the history of St Kilda, the suburb that we lived in. And it was only like 100 years ago that there was next to nothing in St Kilda. Now it's like one of the most thriving suburbs in Melbourne. Mm. But it's amazing. I was looking through these old photos and seeing like the old pub, the Espy, like the Village Bell. These are all like places I've gone to, to drink and like see where um, the uh, Duchess of Cambridge Sailed into the port Duchess in St Kilda. Isn't that the... What's was her hundred, name? This was hundreds oh, okay. of years. This is a hundred and something years Who's ago. Who's the Duchess of Cambridge now? Uh, Isn't that old man? Kate, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. the um, It's amazing just to see the history. And there is something about going to these places like the old Melbourne jail that just gives you this like, wow, the old the olden days. <laughs> I, used to, uh, I used to get my dad... When, when I'd be going to bed. It was a nice little touch, by the way. I yeah. liked that. Yeah, I'm never if you're watching the video, Tommy sort of, he had another story. He just did like a really nice. <laughs> That's, it actually <laughs> felt really creepy. How I did it? When you just did it there. But if I just I did, did back of the hand touch. I just did that. I don't okay, even know sure. why I did that. You're describing it like TSA when they're doing the, because I got the secondary screening because I went to Pakistan or whatever. Yeah. It was on some list. What's TSA stand for? The t- security. Mr. 97. Something. Uh, traffic security authority that's made that up, but terminal um, maybe. Yeah, but anyway, so they're the people who do security yeah. and domestic in yeah. the US. They check if you're shelving anything. That's yeah, what they do. but they do. Uh, they uh, basically there was one time I went from secondary screening to third screening, and the difference was what was it? I said, you know, transport, uh, transport, transportation security administration. Yeah. I'm not good at like saying things back when someone yeah. says it. That's why Mr. Not 97's not great at saying things on the mic either. Yeah, exactly. That's fine. He's <laughs> well off mic. He's <laughs> just slightly off mic. <laughs> the um Yeah, so you're third you're into you're into third potential base. checking for shelving. Yeah, so no so they went from the f- the first one is they sort of pat you down and when they come to your crotch 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 Crutches are like when you've broken a leg. Crotch. Oh, thanks for that. That's right though, isn't it? I used to say crutch, but it's crotch. Yeah. Anyway. So they're at your dig and what yeah. do they do? So when it's second base or secondary screening, this these are your nuts. And so I'm just sort of like flicking the back of my hand yeah. like that. But then third, yeah, it's like direct contact. Yeah, and they actually palm, palm up. They actually, for that, that's the only difference, but they take you behind a shield. Were you nude? <laughs> no. No, so they're, they're still yeah. just fully clothed. They're fully just clothed. Touching. Yeah. Touching it. And so... Where um, are we going with that? I don't know, actually. <laughs> Where, how I got did a that, good ball story out of it. How did that actually... How did that come about? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Mr. Do 97's lost. He's just thinking of a hand just... Yeah. Did you ever <laughs> Did you ever get uh, expelled or suspended from school? Um. 
I got no, I never got expelled. I got uh, you definitely got suspended. I wasn't then. allowed to go on school camp, which was basically suspended. And why weren't you allowed? It, it was. Is this like the train incident? You don't want to talk about it? No, no, no. It's not something. Definitely not proud of it. But I was tw- eleven years old, mm-hmm. and I thought it was a great idea to the f- people that were my friends, and I'm still like best friends with one of them today. I pulled her um, bra strap from behind and pulled it and slapped it <laughs> onto her back. So I pulled it and psh, it's a no-no. Absolutely. Don't fucking do that ever. Don't, I don't care how old you are. Outrageous. <laughs> yeah, it was horrible. Do you remember the conversation that they had? Oh, they were looking for any reason and it was a good reason. That was the fucking, <laughs> you <laughs> being a sex pest is a pretty good reason. They were looking for any reason. <laughs> I'm an 11-year-old kid with other 11-year-old kids. You're an 11-year-old inappropriate pervert. Thing. I think there's a difference between mm. a fucking adult doing that shit to mm. a bunch of people. A kid doesn't know what fucking he's left and right are. Mm. Can't even spell friend at that point. But it's point. good that they – or today. Yeah. But it's probably – it's good that they – like do you think that that changed the course of how you acted? I, Did you join I definitely, the dance? See, the th- here's the thing. I, I was never the ty- – like I – you could say yes, but I don't know if it if it did. I think I know what's right and wrong and I knew that I'd been – I got in trouble for doing something that was wrong. And so it wasn't like I was like, you know, oh, I thought you could act this way with everybody. It's like I probably knew it was fucking naughty then. Mm. I probably knew it was not yeah. okay then. And yeah. I'm and I'm pushing the boundaries as a kid, which. But you do that nowadays, and you'd be kicked out of the school, don't you think? Uh, yeah, mate. Yeah, probably. I remember when I was in grade three, and um, someone had told me about pubic hair, mm. and so I was on the playground, and I said. Uh, to a girl, um, have you got pubic hair? Mm. And I didn't realise, but well, so this girl had been, um, she'd had some bully bullying her yeah. and the principal said, if anyone says anything to you, come to me straight away. Okay. So she went up She's to the primed. principal. She went up to the principal and said, Josh Jansen <laughs> asked if I had pubic hair. And so I, they basically put me in a lineup. They, they took me out of class, yeah. took me into her class. She was in grade four, I was in yeah. grade three. And um, she pointed me out. I just remember the her teacher just saying how disgusting I was. In front of everyone. Yeah, and then Fuck. about, I mean, yeah, but it was very traumatic no, because I then th- I then went into the principal scene and he's like, we're not sure if we need to get the police involved. This is sexual harassment. Fuck off. I was in grade three and I just remember thinking that it was going to be on my file. But ever since then I was like, no, oh, you can't fucking, That's negligent of a fucking school. This mm. is my problem. Like I, f- I feel sick hearing that because I had so much shit like that. Mm. Not, not in that same vein. Mm. But I had moments where teachers would try and use their fucking power to scare the shit out of a child. I had to write a letter. And it's it's all right. I get that. Mm. Write the letter, get told it's wrong, mm. or don't let the kid go on school camp because he fucking did the wrong thing. Mm. And you learn from that. Mm. Like, kids are young, like young I had children. no idea what it was. I guess the context was I just had no idea what it was. Mm. So it's like, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, More to the point so like, to go have some fucking empathy yeah. for a child to understand. Like, Well, the whole set, like the whole, it was mind-blowing because they were mm. talking about all this sexual harassment thing. I didn't even know what this was. Yeah. I'd be curious to know what the consequences these days would be mm. for those kind of things. And But I you need to fucking protect the students as well. If you've got a sex pest grade three kid, you need what to is make a sure. sex pest grade three kid? A fucking 
child who but, th- but you could look at the frontal other side. cortex is not developed and he doesn't actually know anything about anything. First time I've said frontal cortex. Yeah, on but the show. he's literally he's just like I look at my son and I go, fuck it. I just think about what if it was your daughter? What if you had a daughter? No, I'm not saying yeah, I'm no, not trying to protect my me no, as a kid, but, but I'm, I'm also going to, But what but what is the right way to approach it then? So yeah. if you had a daughter and someone saying, I don't think. Sh- I think what I'm getting at here is the shame that they bring into it. I don't think the shame, shame of bringing yeah. you in, bring in front of it. Like I remember, like teachers doing things on a public level. Mm. Like I think it's a lack of understanding of the power that the teachers have. So it sort of worked. It felt like then, like if I was 11 and that bra thing happening, I would have known straight yeah. away. I'd be like, fuck, this is like. Really bad. Yeah, but I, I wasn't doing anything like that. Yeah. So I'm not trying to make up for anything I did, but I also just look at the impact teachers have on kids. Mm. And if I was a parent of a girl who had that happen, I would be furious. And, what and so what is the teachers meant to do? I think writing a note, not being allowed to go on school care, mm-hmm. but not publicly fucking shaming a child. Mm. That's, yeah. my, that's my problem with it. Yeah. And what's a sex pest th- grade three? Like... A yeah. kid that doesn't know what he's saying and he doesn't mm. understand the consequences mm. of his actions, like I did. Well, so fun- maybe, maybe it was beneficial for all that shit to happen to me because I get what's right and wrong, and I'd never do shit like that. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was good. It was definitely traumatic. Mm. I had this one time that I um. So I lived across the road from my primary school, mm-hmm. like yeah, small suburban street, and just I used to stand at the fence. Mom! Me and the boys would... Did you ever get Maccas delivered? No, I had never. kids at school that got that. Got Maccas delivered? Yeah. Especially on their birthdays. It was sick. That's bizarre. But then you realise, the thing is, it's not until you get older that you realise it's actually like the poorer, like that's like a common thing because yeah. it's uh, cheap. Yeah. yeah. So well, we used to get mum to bring over some biscuits and stuff so she'd hear us and come out. And this one time I <laughs> that's forgot... That's pretty fucking funny. Biscuits, food, sandwiches, whatever. Biscuits is funny, like with a Mate, biscuit tin. Yeah. Can you paint the we picture had, of what that looked like? We had the best biscuit tin. And I, I remember the different types. We had these nice big chocolate chipped ones that weren't like your flatter. They were like higher, like thicker. Yeah, I oh, know they the were ones. good. Yeah, they almost they had good. like a, at the top, like a, it, it had a specific shape yeah. like they were using oh, a mould. Yum. Yeah, I know those ones. Yum. So she used to bring over those. It was, mate. So I, she would I was, bring I was, the tin. She would walk over I c- with I the tin. I cannot remember. She'd just bring... Treats, but I don't remember. I just I want to understand what it. I can't remember though. All I remember, anyway, the the story here is that I forgot to get something signed, and the and it was a form to go down to the beach to um do something down there with the with my classmates, Mm -hmm. and I just remember did the wrong thing, ran over, ran across the roads. I left the school premises (laughs) to go and see mum, and no one saw me do it. Then I came back and I had the form signed. Yeah. And so I gave the form in on the day. And then the teacher who had it in for me, this is a teacher who when Conspiracy Jimmy, he was the year above in primary school, yeah. when I was in grade five, he was in grade six, he's sitting in this classroom and the teacher looks out the window and I'm riding through the school on a school day because I didn't go to the school at that point. And she points out and says... Wait, why didn't you go to the school at that point? I'd left the school to go somewhere else. Okay. But then I ended up coming back. Anyway, she points out and says... See that boy? That's Tommy Jacket. He's no good. And 
like I, I just think that is such a fucking weak, weak, weak thing for an adult. Like, imagine ha- I must have been rattling these yeah. adults because no fucking child rattles me. I laugh it off and think, you're man, like you're Bart Simpson. Hundred percent, I was. But I rattled these old people. I just think how fucking fragile <laughs> these people but are. Do you feel bad to be for bullying them? a young child? But, but did you feel like maybe you were bullying them? Yeah, but I'm a fucking child. Yeah, sure. But how are they meant to... I mean, they've got feelings as well. They've got, like, yeah. emotions. Yeah, and they've got life experience. They've got yeah. perspective. Yeah. They've got what they should have is you some have any kind teachers, of emotional intelligence. Did you have any teachers that really positively impacted you? 100%. But what did they're they not do? the ones what did that, they look they're like? not the ones that last. They what were the ones that were just kind and, and understood me more for who I was, who I am, and, and just nurtured that versus... Mm pushed against it based on their insecurity or their personal shit. Mm. Like I think it's it's a reflection of the teacher because they're an adult if they're treating kids that are misbehaving mm. in this sort of way of bringing them down and sort of like you can tell that there's like the step of sort of going acknowledging that this child is this way it is and then reacting based on that with no thought of acknowledgement mm-hmm. of how this child is. So they're just reacting emotionally to the to the way the kid is doing. Anyway, end of the story is that this teacher, the one that looked out and said that shit about me, mm. she uh, made a point that I wasn't going that day, even though I'd had the form signed. And I couldn't go on the excursion. And what did you do? I can't remember. I think I just... I think I even went home. I think they did send me home or something like that. But the thing is, this is the hard thing. When kids do the wrong thing, there can be like a witch hunt for the child mm. when they are misbehaving. Mm-hmm. Do you reckon there's a level of um, because of all this stuff that's happened? Mm. If Bodhi is naughty at school, do you think yeah. you're going to be a hard parent to deal with to get him to change, to help him change? Well, just to, to be able to not feel triggered and be like, yeah. "Oh, this is a witch." Hunt. I think the well, I think the biggest thing is finding a school that is supportive. Mm. Like finding there is school, and I and I know they're out there. There's schools and there's teachers that that actually support kids like that. Mm. Because there are plenty of kids like that. And I know how fucking hard it is. Like, I think about the kids that were similar to me that then fucking went on to kill themselves. It's like they couldn't survive the time. Mm-hmm. around. And I know one person, for instance, one of my best mates, he was – I saw how he was treated at school mm-hmm. and I saw how he was at school and it fucking was not right. Like, it's like they're out of control and they don't know what to do. And feeling alienated. Yeah, it's it's full on. I took that pretty dark, but it's um, I yeah I this is I, uh, teachers have s- it is such a privilege in some ways to be the person that is teaching these young kids mm-hmm. that are going to be the you know the next generation. But they're also people as well. They're people who get paid not that yeah. great to yeah. to do a lot. I, I, there's no excuse to fucking treat kids like shit. There's no excuse to just because you don't make get a new job. Mm. Like if if you if that's why you treat and you've got no like it's like if you're in a job that you're just giving it no effort because you're if not you had paid. if you had people being little assholes to you, if I just you can't wondered. deal with that. That is the job of a teacher. But is it the job of the teacher? Is the job of the teacher to be doing all behavioural management stuff versus but actually? But then what teaching? is the job of a teacher? Reciting like, information that they've read in a book. But the, I that's guess not teaching. I guess this, this is the thing, right? Teaching in a lot of ways is about influencing, yep. being able to influence. Mm. 
Personal trainer, I was one. It is not textbook and it's not just telling you about your fucking biceps, triceps mm. and, you know... It's about your lats as well. It's definitely... It's all about your lats. There's more to it. There's Someone who has a successful personal training business is also a people's person. Yeah. They're, they know how to relate. They know how to connect. They know that the person that's emotionally charged when it comes to... You know their lifestyle and exercise. But if you've got it like needs to be nurtured a different way to the person that's fucking. I would just want to train as hard and almost vomit every session. But imagine a class is like a boot camp, and you got twenty five yeah. people with twenty five different yeah. needs. Yeah, there's one person who's really quiet. Yeah, you've got someone who's really loud and out there. Mm. You've got someone who doesn't want to do any work. You've got someone who wants to go to uni. Someone who doesn't. How do you yeah. serve? I lack empathy based on the lack of empathy teachers had for yeah. me and i get that i get that they're it's like 25 human. needs having 25 different yeah. kids it is one of the cha- challenges though like you th- i think about the you think about an old teacher that you had like an old woman or man that was short and shitty and sharp like they were just doing it their way mm-hmm. and i don't think that's that productive yeah i think it, there's something that has to change with the the system but you're critical of that what they did with you wasn't productive for you. Do you think that their style did work for some students? Did some students flourish in that environment? I, I don't know. Or they mm. just got by because they towed the line. Mm. So that's the hard thing, towing the line or, you know, because there is a system in place. I've always felt like I was never a, a, a good player. I didn't fit into the system of school. Mm-hmm. Do what they say, here's the work, do that, you know? And so I always, and I think you did too. That yeah. We're similar in that way of like the way it was structured was not probably ideal for who we are. Yeah. And so the, the, the good thing is nowadays there are schools that are much more suited for kids that... What are they? Uh, Steiner schools, they yeah. were around when I was young, more creative schools. Mm-hmm. Um, but even like s- some of my best experiences were at a public school. And I came from private where you're paying all this money. What do you think that you get all this sort of, you know, but then you go, like I had some teachers that were just nurturing, but then it's a human thing, right? So then it's, it's actually about individual needs. So maybe for teachers, there could be sort of different schooling systems or different schools that offer, you know, say that specialize in more creative stuff or specialize in sporting stuff or specialize in academic stuff that it sort of then caters to the type of person that will go to that school. Mm-hmm. So the person that goes to a creative school probably yeah, are they be the a bit problem? More so yeah, that's why I wonder. And so teachers that will work there are more likely to be aligned with the child because mm. I think it's important to make connection. Because if you're a, all good teachers, I think have a connection with the student. Because then we'll just if if that's not a part of the equation, you just get a robot to do it. Do you think that there's maybe a lack of opportunity to build empathy if you are or to be able to have real friction Mm. like I wonder because I definitely don't like didn't I liked school with the extracurricular stuff I had great relationships with my teachers but the academic stuff I didn't really get Mm. into is it buddy was the best in class at doing maths no it was just one it was that was once that it happened it was blew everyone away but the uh, find your calling and go after it but is there do you think that uh, that is sort of that cotton wooling that we're doing of kids where it's like, you know what, you know, this we're going to create a system that works just for you mm. versus 
the friction that comes from, you know what, you might not be the type of kid who does well with when time starts, like when the school starts. and mm. But when you have commitments as a kid, when you, oh, mm. sorry, and as an adult, when you're growing up, you're going to have to ri- yeah. arrive at a certain time. You can't just rock up when you want to. Yeah. So I think that... Those critical skills, you know. I think what we're talking about is a structure that best suits the child and the teacher that is best suited to that structure and style. doesn't mean that you take things like responsibility and, you know, time, you know, handing and things on time because I think they all play out. Mm. If you're with – so if you find someone that is sort of super suited to your style, mm-hmm. there will still be friction points. Yeah, There will still be, um, you know, you won't be able to agree on everything. So I think that will all play out. But I'm just – I think it's like potentially giving the best chance for the student and for the teacher if they're in – environments and i know that i get it that it's an occupation being a teacher and there's and they're people. only a handful of schools and they're people with their own shit mm. yeah but i just i just know how i was treated and it was not fucking right mm. and it and it whether it may be a good person today i don't know maybe it did maybe that but i definitely that's when it like you you love talking about school shit i'm just like mm. it's actually i'm fucking glad that i'm Further away from school than I've ever. Oh, been. I love like being out of it, but I love looking back. Yeah, uh, oh, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't have a good time. Hi at the Daily Talk Show dot com is an our, our email. We got an email from Wayne. Yeah. We put this up on our Instagram. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I'll just show it now. This is fucking amazing. This is uh, Wayne <laughs> went to the effort of um, turning our uh, image of us two in front of uh, our Loscam Wood. Uh, into a Lego uh, sort of example. Here we go. <laughs> so we'll also just go to uh, the Daily Talk Show on Instagram. You probably can't see it there properly, but Wayne has nailed it. He's it's got the so palette in the background. He's even got the blue one, which is just there. Like he's. It's amazing. This is so good. Wayne, thank you so much, dude. That's so fucking yeah, cool. It's amazing. Uh, if you want to send us an email, hi at yeah. com. If you're a teacher and you think I've got it completely wrong, it's not that I think – I'm not judging every teacher, but I'm judging from my you're situation. You're a bit triggered. Definitely triggered, as you can tell. But I'd love, to, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Maybe it's like – maybe you agree with me and you think something needs to change or you think I'm totally out of school here. Out of school. <laughs> yeah, I'm but Definitely. Pun intended. Talking out of school. Uh, tomorrow, uh, <laughs> Nasan Naraki, my old mate, is yeah. on. We're starting sort of our own and a new uh, benchmark. I love it. Old mate. Where we'll bring an old mate in. Yeah. We can get nostalgic and we can fucking – his main claim to fame in regards to the show is that he's my mate. Yeah. That's the benchmark. <laughs> so he's got a lot to offer, I think. I, I think he's a, a commendable guy for being your mate. Yeah. <laughs> he also once ate a whole chocolate cake and a, full, and a whole pineapple. So we can uh, talk about that as well. Today, the talk show. We'll see you tomorrow, guys. See you guys.